From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, August 31st. I'm Marco Werman. The U.S. formally ends its combat missions in Iraq. President Obama will address the nation tonight. He's expected to stress America's continuing commitment to Iraq. This afternoon, the president met with troops at a base in Texas. The main message I have to you is congratulations on a job well done. Also ahead, a store in England sells secondhand items and their history. And the trapped Chilean miners get some items to help them pass the time. They include MP3 players and playing cards. First up, this news. BBC News with Gaynor Howells. As the United States formally ends its combat missions in Iraq, the Iraqi Prime Minister Nouri al-Maliki has described as enemies of the nation those who say his country can't survive without the Americans. Mr. al-Maliki insisted Iraqi troops and police were capable of ensuring security. In America, President Obama has been meeting troops at a military base in Texas to thank them for their service in Iraq. Mr. Obama told them what they could expect to hear in his televised address scheduled for later tonight. It's not going to be a victory lap. It's not going to be self-congratulatory. There's still a lot of work that we've got to do uh, to make sure that Iraq is an effective partner with us. But the fact of the matter is that because of the extraordinary service that all of you have done. Iraq has an opportunity uh, to create a better future for itself, uh, and America is more secure. The Israeli security forces say four Israelis have been killed in a gun attack in the West Bank. The shooting came two days ahead of a White House summit in Washington, relaunching Middle East peace talks. From Jerusalem, Wira Davis has just sent this report. According to Israeli police, the car was travelling near to the Jewish settlement of Kiryat Arba in the occupied West Bank when it came under fire from unidentified gunmen. Ambulance workers said that all four people in the car, two men and two women, were killed. Other reports said one of the women had been pregnant. Israel blamed Palestinian militants for what it called a clear terrorist attack, although no group has claimed responsibility. A Hamas spokesman in Gaza said it was a consequence of the Israeli occupation and called on its supporters to celebrate in the streets. The authorities in the Netherlands say two Yemeni men, arrested after arriving on a flight from the United States, are being held on suspicion of conspiracy to commit acts of terrorism. The men were detained at Amsterdam's Schiphol Airport. Christian Fraser sent this report from Schiphol Airport. Dutch police say the bags of the two men, Ahmed Nasser al-Sufi and Hazam al-Morisi, had travelled without them to Washington, Dulles. Al-Sufi had already been stopped at his departure point, Birmingham, Alabama, but was allowed to continue. And yet inside his bag were mobile phones strapped together, one of them taped to a bottle. Both men had made last-minute changes to their travel plans, both booking on to a United Airlines flight from Chicago to Schiphol, Amsterdam, where Dutch police were eventually alerted. Rwanda says it's preparing to pull out its peacekeeping troops from Sudan if the United Nations publishes a report accusing Rwandan forces of involvement in genocide in the Democratic Republic of Congo. The Rwandan army spokesman said its troops were getting ready to leave. A version of the UN report leaked last week alleges that Rwandan Tutsi troops and their allies killed tens of thousands of Hutus in the DRC. World News from the BBC.
France has described as unacceptable what it says are insults in the Iranian media aimed at the French First Lady Carla Bruna Sarkozy. One newspaper had denounced her as a prostitute after she'd publicly criticised Iran for threatening to stone a woman to death. Earlier, the Iranian Foreign Ministry urged the country's media not to insult foreign dignitaries. The head of world cricket says he wants three Pakistani cricketers implicated in an alleged betting scam to play no further part in Pakistan's current tour of England. Harun Lergat, who's chief executive of the International Cricket Council, said the ICC preferred that they did not play until the police and cricket authorities complete their investigations. Mr Lergat promised tough action against the guilty. It's no doubt very, very disappointing and it does make uh, life awkward for any good player, for any spectator, for any fan. Um, it does dent the confidence, uh, but you can be rest assured that we will do everything in our power to ensure the game is clean.